Hi, my name is Clarissa Stevens, and I'm the Connections Pastor here at North Point. Thank you for tuning in to our NCC More podcast. On this podcast, uh, what we try to do is add some value to the message that was heard on Sunday and just go a little bit deeper into what we were talking about and maybe clear up even some of the things that we said. And so this past Sunday, we wrapped up our series, Follow Me, and we subtitled that The Call That Will Change Us All because we know that that is the call that will change us all, that original call that Jesus gave to his disciples in the very beginning of their time together. And we looked at our last definition of the word follow, which was this, to go in pursuit of. We talked about uh, on Sunday, my message was entitled, The Gain of Desperation. And on Sunday, we used the Apostle Paul the man that evangelized a majority of the known world in his time as our example for what it looks like to really go in pursuit of Christ. I want to reread some of the verses that we used on Sunday um, and see what we can glean from them in our time together today. Philippians 3, 7, and 8. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Here, Paul is expressing this new perspective that he has on everything in his life. And we talked about perspective a lot on Sunday and how we actually gain the right kind of perspective when we come to know Christ. And so what Paul's saying here, put simply, is that everything else in his estimation had become essentially worthless when compared to, held up to, knowing and growing in Jesus. We talked about some of the things that we all gain when we gain Christ, and one of those things was power, the power to overcome everything that's coming at us, that we don't have to live powerless anymore when we gain Christ. We talked about gaining perspective, um, eyes to see what really matters, to see beyond what's seen. And we also talked about gaining purpose. And, and we said that we would gain an eternal purpose that lasts past our last breath and that that is ultimately what we all really desire is to have a life that lives on after we're gone. But we also focused, um, and this is what we're going to talk a little bit more about today, on the fact that in order to really gain all that Jesus has for us, we have to be willing to let go of some other things. Uh, we have to let go of the things that we have regarded as precious that have become, as we talked about on Sunday, pets in our life. And if you haven't heard that message, you can listen to that on our, our other podcast channel, our North Point Community Church podcast. Um, but that those things that have become pets in us, or pets for us, are actually harmful to us. And so today we're just going to go a little further in Philippians 3 and get a little more perspective on what letting go in order to gain really looks like. So Philippians 3, 10 through 14, I'm going to be reading out of the NIRV. This is the kids' church version, as I like to call it. And I just love the way that it spells these familiar verses out for some of us. This is Paul writing. He says, I want to know Christ better. Yes, I want to know the power that raised him from the dead. I want to join him in his sufferings. I want to become like him by sharing in his death. Then by God's grace, I will rise from the dead. I have not yet received all these things. I have yet not yet reached my goal. Christ Jesus took hold of me so that I could reach that goal, so I could keep pushing myself forward to reach it. Brothers and sisters, I don't consider that I have taken hold of it yet, 
but here is the one thing I do, and this is the one thing we need to do. I forget what is behind me. I push hard toward what is ahead of me. I push myself forward toward the goal to win the prize. God has appointed me to win it. The heavenly prize is Christ Jesus himself. Verse 13 again says, Brothers and sisters, I don't consider that I have taken hold of it yet, but here is the one thing I do, and this is the thing we're going to zero in on, I forget what is behind me. I push hard toward what is ahead of me. On Sunday, we learn that this really is the life of a disciple. We let go of what's behind us so we can gain what is ahead of us. I've had so many conversations about this with other people over the years, even questions with myself internally about what forgetting what is behind really looks like. Recently, um, I was at a retreat type of a thing, and I met a young man from Rwanda. He's going to college at TCU. He was such a sweet young man, and we were in a round table with some other people, and the topic of forgiveness came up. And he kind of snapped his head up at all of us and asked very sincerely, um, if I forgive someone, does that mean I have to forget? And everyone at the table, we were all a little older than him, hopefully a little wiser. Um, we all looked uh, looked at each other and then kind of took turns giving him our best Christian-sounding answer. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but I left there with this question rumbling around in my mind. And so what is Paul really saying here? Well, we know that he's not saying that we should have total amnesia regarding the things that are in our past, because a few verses before this, he lists verbatim some of his own past pain, prejudice, and pride. I think what Paul is trying to help us understand is that forgetting in this sense is truly to put those things behind us, put the pain behind us, put our past in its proper place, which is behind us. Put anything that wants to compete with God having dominion in our lives behind us. And here's why we have to do this, why we have to be desperate, really, to put those things behind us. Because what we keep in front of us will lead us. I want to say that again. What we keep in front of us will lead us. Essentially, we follow what is in front of us. And if we keep the mistakes of our past or what did or didn't happen that we wish had happened at the forefront of our minds, we will be led around by those things. But if we keep what Jesus has done, who he is, and the incredible possibilities of all that is to come in the forefront of our mind, if we essentially keep our eyes on Jesus and pursue him with everything that we are, then we will be led into the abundant life. I think that's why the writer of Hebrews chimes in and, and he writes, hey, fix your eyes on Jesus. Throw off all this other stuff and just fix your eyes on Jesus because what is out in front of us is going to lead us. So it's not a matter of us having amnesia. It's a matter of us putting those things in their proper place. And that's what you really need. I hope you get out of this uh, today is uh, you need to put those things in their proper place. And the proper place for us as believers is under the blood of Jesus. Before I started following Jesus, um, and even since I've been following Jesus, really, I've experienced so much self-inflicted pain, pain from outside sources, 
I've I've lied. I've had people lie to me. I've broken promises. I've had people break promises to me. So many things have happened. And I can still remember the things that happened. And in fact, I am still living out some of the consequences of those things because sometimes you can't avoid those. But those things are truly behind me. I've trusted those things to Jesus. And this is the big thing for me that I've had to do. I've had to really accept his forgiveness for my part, right? Because that's the only part that that he and I deal with. And I abide in his love. I accept his forgiveness and I abide in his love. And that's what keeps me moving forward every single day. We have to believe that his blood really does redeem it all. And that because of it, the memory of what has happened to me doesn't have to have a grip on me anymore. And when we keep it in the forefront of our mind, and it's the thing that's leading our life, the things that God is asking us to let go of, then it has power over us. But when we release it and we really let it go, that grip is gone. That power is gone. If we're going to follow Jesus, we have to get to a place where we are less concerned with holding on to what is behind us and more concerned about holding on to what we have gained and what we still have yet to gain because there is so much more to gain as we follow Jesus. It really goes back to having the right perspective about everything in our lives. Paul's perspective was driven by his motive, to be like Christ in every way. That's his motive. Every letter you read, everything he writes, that's what it all boils down to. He wants to be like Jesus. He wants to understand him. He wants to act like him. That's the perspective of a disciple because a disciple is, is just a learner, right? That's the definition of the word disciple. They're a student. They're a follower. And a disciple, a true disciple, wants to be like their master in every way. And that's what I want to have, and I know that's what you want to have. I want to have the same purpose that Jesus had, to set captives free, to give to the needy, to heal those who are sick, to reach out to those who are brokenhearted. I want to see things like he did so that I can truly experience the same power that has been made available to me. And that's what I found in my own life, and that's what I really believe in our walk with Jesus is that we don't really know the power we have until we're willing to let go of the things that we're holding on to. We can feel so powerless because those things are, are such a part of our life and they're, they're really holding us back and controlling us. But when we let go and we put them behind us, when we put them under the blood of Jesus, then we feel that strength rise up in us as we continue to move forward with God. We have to, like Paul, commit to pursuing Jesus all the days of our life. I want to close out this podcast by just revisiting some of the verses in Philippians 3 again, but I want to revisit them in the message paraphrase because I really hope that our challenge from this Follow Me series is is not that just we sit back one day and be like, man, remember that Follow Me series? It was so great. You know, I was so inspired, but that it would really move us into action. That's what I'm praying for myself, and that's what I'm praying for you um, is that it would become a way of life, that that giving Jesus direction would become a daily thing, that that giving him dominion would become a daily thing, that that wanting to duplicate his life and to be completely devoted to him, that this would not just be things we talk about, but these would be things that we actually live out. 
And so I think Philippians 3, 12 through 16 um, in this message paraphrase is really going to help us see this picture for ourselves as, as disciples. How do we do this? And, and what are we doing? So I'm just going to read this verse 12, Philippians 3 in the message paraphrase. I'm not saying that I have this all together. Come on, this is Paul speaking, but this is me speaking too. I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal, where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. Come on, that needs to be our mantra after this Follow Me series. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, okay, now Paul's talking about that devotion, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. We'll get that perspective. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Come on, that's my my hope for all of us after this Follow Me series is now that we're on the right track, now that we're moving in the right direction, now that we're wanting to give Jesus dominion in every area, now that we want to live lives that are completely devoted to him, let's stay on the right track. Let's do this. We can do this together. And we can do this by just remembering all the things that we've learned. If you haven't listened to all of um, the Sunday morning messages or the other NCC More podcasts, listen to those podcasts. Take some notes. Ask God what he's saying to you personally. Let's stay on track and keep answering the call that will change us all. We can do this. Let's keep following Jesus. All right, guys. I hope this helped you today. I love you guys so much. I hope that you're going to be in the house at North Point on Sunday because Pastor Johannes Amritzer is going to be here from Sweden, and it's going to be amazing. He's going to be speaking at both the 930 and the 1115 service. You want to get here early. You want to get a good seat. It's going to be awesome. Talk to you guys later.